Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from Full Pelt Music. Shortly, we will be chatting with Oxbow Lake after we featured their recent single, Louis Ferru, over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. But before then, the usual reminders for myself, if you would, please do follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And again, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you are watching or listening. Welcome listeners to the latest episode of the Discover New Music podcast from Full Pelt Music. Absolutely delighted today to have Gavin and Neil from Oxford Lake on the podcast. Welcome gentlemen. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah. How are you both doing on this uh, sunny day? Uh, we're oh, not bad. Sweaty. Bit clammy. Yeah. Bit clammy. Clammy <laughs> <the> words. <laughs> Yep, I am with you on that one. Um, yeah, we, we said we're not really used to it uh, in the UK, are we? But, you know, we shouldn't moan about it. Um, so you guys just put out your latest single, Louis Ferru, which we've really enjoyed. And we've stuck on the Discover New Music playlist over yeah, on thanks. Spotify. Yeah. So obviously listeners head there to check out the single. Um, but we start every podcast with the same feature and as the origin story. So how... Did you two come together as Oxbow Lake? What is the origin story what for the band? Story, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It's it's a nice story. Um, so I've been in and out of bands for donkey years, um, and I finally ended up at the, the last band band I was in before we got Oxbow Lake started was a band called Stiff Liquid, um, and it was a, a bassist drummer. Uh, guitarist and me on vocals um and we'd written a song or i'd written a song and i was like do you know what that needs some that needs a a, a rhythm guitar and, and a lead guitar we need another guitarist uh to which the bassist went i know someone one of the guys who's just started with us plays a bit of guitar we'll get him in for that song and he can come and play it live if he wants to or he can just come down and lay the track down or, or whatever you know um at that point gavin came in and, and started playing guitar for us and he didn't leave. It wasn't one song, it wasn't one recording, you know. We didn't click first straight away. Okay. Um, it's quite miraculous that I didn't leave really because I like to add that I couldn't play guitar for shit back then. <laughs> <laughs> I blagged my way into a band. You did all right, man, you did all right. Yeah, we've been we've been going for about uh, to a couple of years, I suppose, somewhere around there. So And I know a lot of guitarists are hard on themselves in like yeah, their abilities yeah, yeah. and their professional capabilities. But I was well out of my depth. <laughs> <laughs> but I stuck in there. Right, I yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, sink um, or swim, and you swam. Yeah, exactly, man, exactly. Um, so yeah, well, we were together then for about five years um, with with uh, Stiff Liquid, and then um, something happened. I don't know, but the band split. <laughs> it was just one of them things. So I mean, it happens, and it happens a lot. Um, and we decided that we'd just sit and play in the kitchen. Um, we asked the guitarist, to, if he, uh, the drummer, if he wanted to, you know, join in. And he, he was like, yeah, but he was pretty sort of apathetic towards it all. And We didn't have anybody. Any, we didn't have really have anywhere to practice. We didn't have a rehearsal space or anywhere. The punk, the punk kind of stuff that we were doing. We already had a rehearsal room for that. It was... Yeah, that we was lost that with the band. Yeah. Um, so we just started playing in the kitchen and it was like, should we just should we just play a bit? We just we just play a bit. Um, and we wrote a few songs, and then somebody asked, well, somebody asked you if they were if we were still doing it. Yeah, yeah. This is like ten over ten years ago. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, so they yeah, they uh, they said, um, do you fancy coming down and playing in uh, a stable? Um, we're in a field, camp for the weekend. It was like August bank holiday, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So we went down. We had a few bevies. Um, we got a brilliant picture of him with thirty marshmallows in, in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, um, wow. and we, yeah. I won. I won he, he, did, he did. He did win. Yeah, so it comes up every year. Impressive. Um, and then it's like it, it was um, from then on in. We played a couple of songs, went down a storm. It was like, oh, well, maybe we'll do a jam night, you know. Because we were both itching to get back out and gig. We'd done a lot of gigs with, with Stiff anyway. And it was like, you know, I was actually fancy being in front of people and, and mm. you know, playing our music and seeing how well it goes down. And it went down a storm. And we haven't looked back. We haven't yeah. looked back since then. We've just grown and grown. It's been a slow snowball, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice, man. Yeah. Steady pace. Yeah. 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 No, it's nice because we get all different types of origin stories for, from different bands. Um, and, you know, some come together really quickly. Obviously, your stories um a bit longer um and <laughs> uh, but also you know really interesting as you say you know um you didn't really know gavin until he was sort of thrust into the band and you know perhaps... no, and we didn't click initially yeah we, we didn't click. um i i i i'm mental and i i go a bit over the top when i meet new people you know he's, he's, very, excitable. he's very excitable um and i'm sort of in your face and i was a bit in his face and and we got on all right but me and the bassist have been oh, we were the best of friends for a decade before that um, and again, still don't know what happened to the band. No idea. Um, but yeah, so our relationship was quite intimidating to, to people from the outside. We well, so we'd been told anyway. I mean, I, I didn't consider that myself, but other people had told us mm. it was, uh, you know, that sort of relationship was like, oh, those two are best buds, like you know. Um, and then the band sort of started progressing, and me and him became really close and started writing stuff together. Acoustic. acoustic stuff and the band was you know full-on flipping whoa, all the time like um and we'd gone actually we're going to go away and we're going to become best mates and we're going to write this bling, bling, bling. <laughs> and yeah it was all a bit you know totally flipped everything on his head yeah. and i think that's probably what what broke it in the end you know yeah and then i'm just gas bagging again aren't yeah, I? yeah yeah i'll shut up <laughs> Yeah, you've got that motive, you know, you want to prove the doubters wrong. And I think you've you've done that. And obviously that brings us on to Louis Ferru, your latest single. Um, as yeah. I say, listeners, check it out on the uh on the playlist and of course on all streaming sites. Um so really, really catchy song. Uh and a bit of um, I think it's a bit of a, a bit of a lockdown song, really, isn't it? Uh certainly I, I believe it was written in, in lockdown. Um and you know, lyrically kind of you know the themes of it take me back to lockdown sitting in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't watch too much Louis Farood, if I'm honest, but yeah. Well, um, a not, not... For everything, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Every... he's a big he's a big journalist and there's always there always seems to be a bit of Louis Theroux on the BBC. So. There does. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, uh um, I've I've just been away on holiday, uh, and the wife found a book in the cottage we were in uh, by Louis Ferru as I was listening <laughs> to the song. I'm not sure. I didn't get too in depth with the book. Um, I left the wife to that. Um, but yeah, yeah I thought yeah. That just a bit of uh, a funny one that one. Uh, obviously, yeah, uh, very ironic. Um, so yeah, so Louis Ferru, talk to us about the song. You know, how did you guys come up with the song? Um, you yeah, know, and, and what is what does it mean to you? Uh, I'll take this one. So I wrote it 2020, just before the summer of 2020. Um, and I just, I, we had spent, it was going to have been like four months. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't see each other for four months. <clears throat> now we, we see each other pretty much every day. We have a really tight relationship. 
and we love if we're not gigging we we, we spend practice, time together we practice and, and we spend yeah. time together if, whether it's fishing or whatever um but i was sat alone missing this guy um and and it's kind of like thinking about relationships that were going to come to a head and and be like getting under each other's feet in the house and so i just came up with this this concept uh obviously it's quite a gimmicky song i suppose uh, using crazy. using the louis through metaphor but um i just came up with this concept of people hating each other then hating themselves and finding themselves only sat down watching tv all the time and getting sick of it when if they think about it some of their nicest moments have been sat watching tv together you know so they're arguing about something they actually love doing together and that's what's about yeah and it does work really really well i love you know the the kind of chanted you know chorus and everything um yeah i think it would work really really well live um and you have actually just put a video out for it as well which listeners again can check out on youtube yeah. i believe you filmed it recently at a big love festival i believe it was yeah um right. and yeah that. again actually the, the, i think the video works really really well it's quite it's quite a uh a fun video um and shows what you can do with probably you know quite, quite a low budget you know which is mobile um, phone yeah, yeah. Uh, ingenious phone. <laughs> yeah exactly ingenious on your part so yeah yeah talk to us about just the concept that for the video and, and where you got that from uh, well, it was, um, uh, uh, I mean, Gav came up with the, the idea of, of doing a lyric video with um, the cards and, you know, everybody's seen Subterranean Homesick Blues. Uh, it's a genius concept. Yeah. Um, but but he came up with the idea of, of having it come into your hand uh, and then displaying it. So, um, yeah, it was it was tricky to work that around. But it only took us, we did, we did, a, we did almost a full take. And then realised that what we were doing, we'd done backwards, um, and it could have worked uh, the other way round. It kind of double reversed yeah. it by mistake. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we double reversed <laughs> it by mistake, and it could have worked, but it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have given us the the smoothness that we were looking for, and and the the how the fuck did they do that then? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, which you know, we're not we're not trying to confuse people. It was just we wanted to do something that was a bit clever, but we only Thank had you, a tiny you. budget, you know. Um, and luckily, one of our one of our top blokes at the moment, our, our good friend Nate, um, was with us, and he he gives hand as well. So um, he's in the video as well. Um, uh, and it was it was nice that he managed to come down. Yeah, and... But he came up all the way from Kent to see us. And yeah, we kind of uh, spent the whole weekend with him because he's travelled so far and he was <laughs> yeah. on his own. Yeah. So yeah, we ended up shooting a video with him. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was a boiling hot day. Oh my god! It, <laughs> in fact, the whole day was perfect. From, from beginning to end and literally the video took us no more than about what an hour yeah an hour. it was probably an hour even with the cocker yeah. it, it took us an hour do you know what i mean um and then we did we did the live bit when we were on uh when we we're on stage when we did our set was it that day or was it the next day it was the next, the next day, day wasn't yeah. it it was the next day we had our we had our set um and luckily people came to see us um <laughs> so yeah uh just invited the audience on the on the stage and and oh god it was a riot it was so much fun, fun. yeah yeah no certainly it looks really fun uh and it is a fun single um you know so we've really enjoyed it and listeners certainly need to check it out um so when you talk about you know people came to see you and you know i want to move on now to reactions and obviously people coming to see you is always a good reaction but yeah. in this day and age you've got social media and you've got all that instant reaction when you put out a new song 
um yeah is it a bit nerve-wracking these days for you to to see what that reaction is going to be and how have you found the reaction to louis Farouk? well the, the thing is we've released quite a bit of music considering we've only really ever gigged around our local area it's only been this year through crazy circumstances that we've bumped into uh, other bands that have uh, we've supported um so up until now we've been releasing them just as like kind of bucket lists do you know what i mean we we record a song we well we write a song we record a song and we, we, really, we just put it out there for anybody yeah. who does want to listen to it but it's changed a bit this year it has changed a bit this year um and then i suppose there are a bit more expectations involved um but uh they're, they're all being fulfilled it's, it's had yeah. brilliant reception um it's being played on radio stations around the world um which is phenomenal do you know what i mean because we are just a couple of guys with a guitar who who just go around and, and just have some fun you know um but yeah we've had really good reception it's um it's it's streamed really well on the, the old streaming sites yes yeah, nice. yeah so yeah we're, we're really enjoying it actually um it's a bit odd because it's it's got the full band feel yeah um, whereas actually we play it acoustically um, but we do kick the shit out of it when we play it live. It's, uh, it's really good fun. And we get everybody involved, you know, everybody singing through, through. And yeah, it's, it's really, really good fun. Yeah, it was uh, produced by a guy called George Marriott, which you probably know. Um, he invited us then as a bit of a thank you for doing some support slots for them. Yeah. Um, I recorded a few tracks with him, which we'll be releasing over the course Periodically, of the year. Periodically, yeah. Yeah, until the end of the year. And then we'll have an EP out next. And he's just done a fab job on it. It's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He knows his tune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for those that, that don't know, obviously George plays in a band called Pet Needs, and there, there's quite an interesting uh, story, isn't there, for how you guys and and Pet Needs kind of um, you know forged a bond uh, on the road, as it were. Uh, so we had Pet Needs on this podcast probably about six months ago, eight yeah, months ago, something it. like um, that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was talk talking to Johnny about. Um, yeah, the DIY ethos of the band and everything. And obviously a big part of that was the fact they'd gone out on a, uh, what they called the Borrowed Toothpaste Tour, yeah, which was, yeah. you know, coming out yeah. of lockdown, um, not been out, having not been out at all properly. They had a tour, I think, with Frank Turner cancelled and they decided, you yeah. know what, we're just going to go out, play shows, go around people's houses or other places that we can get and play these, you know, pop-up uh, shows. Uh, and, you know, yeah. funnily enough, actually, you know, talking about the DIY uh, and, and punk attitude that I was talking to Johnny about, um, when we get to the end of this podcast, I'll ask you for your, your final message. And Johnny's final message to us, uh, rather than, you know, plugging his own music or anything like that, he said, go and listen to Oxbow Lake, um, <laughs> which I thought was a very, very punk thing for him to do. So I'm, I'm delighted to have have you on. And obviously you can add your side in into the... The story here so obviously you know tell listeners the story of how you know you came to play on that um first show and you know where it went uh i'll leave that on you yes yeah, so <laughs> my so me and my uh partner my girlfriend jess uh we're due to see frank in the january february but obviously that got cancelled but we became pet needs fans like in uh the, do you remember the uh the frank turner uh, socially distant shows. Yeah, in, one in Gloucester um, over a Saturday and a Sunday, and I'd gone to see them and saw Petneys for the first time, and actually like fell in love with them straight away. Bought their vinyl and uh, went on to see them at Lost Evenings, and then went to their Fractured Party People gig in 
Colchester on the 27th of December last year. Still just fans. And yeah. So, but in that time, they had been signed. Yeah. yeah. Given up their jobs and then had these two months of dates ripped up from under their feet. Yeah, because COVID hit again. Yeah. Uh, just after the Christmas. And, 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 and I believe Frank wasn't, they were unsure of what was going to happen. So they were like, in all fairness, we, like, we don't want to cancel the last Jesus, minute. That was only January. I know. It That's feels like such a lot of time ago. <laughs> so yeah, um, weirdly, because of COVID, uh, they then had to think of a way to earn money to make a living. And they uh, came up with this idea of this DIY tour of, uh, you know, private parties really yeah involving just their little group of fans uh and my girlfriend booked them to play at our house uh and we were sat talking to johnny and george talking about the times and the dates what dates would work and he just said johnny said to me he said oh i see you're in a band from your facebook profile uh do you want to open up for us he hadn't even heard of us or heard us or he didn't know what we were called <laughs> so yeah we played it we played it and the, the funny thing is, uh, when they when they decided to sort of uh, ask us to, to come and play and, and knew that there was going to be a bit of a relationship there, we've actually got it on video, which is which is very cool. Because oh, the look, yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 there was a look from across the room. Yeah, we recorded. Um, I think we went live. Yeah, yeah I think we went so. live. I put the there's a set of stairs just behind yeah. us here, yeah. and I put the camera up on the stairs up middle so it was lovely looking. Quite a nice little crowd of about 25, yeah, yeah. 30 people in a living room yeah. playing through a PA. <laughs> it was nice. Which was crazy in itself. Yeah. But they were in our house playing music. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that they, they asked us to play was, was so. It was banging. And I wasn't a fan at this point. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd heard a couple of their tracks. I'm not saying I, I wasn't a fan. I'd heard a couple of tracks. Yeah. And I, I yeah. Kind of yeah. Not, you know? yeah. And I yeah. thought, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, but the really, really nice thing about it for me is that I've got to know all their songs off the first album um, and a couple off the, the new album um, from seeing them live. Yeah. Because because we gave them a few times yeah. and it's like, oh, I know all these songs now, do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's a, it's a very cool way to, to get to know a band when you haven't got any of their stuff. I mean, I have now. That is brilliant. Um, but it, it was a cool thing to do, you know? It really made me, um, made me see, <laughs> it made me see music differently for the first time in my life. You know, yeah. I've been to a lot of gigs and I've done a lot of live stuff, but I never learned a band's stuff by watching them live. Um, and it's a very cool thing to do. And they're just so good live. Oh, they got yeah. Look, I, I talk as a fan because I'm still a fan and I yeah. you know, knew, knew all their songs before even this started. And uh, yeah, to, to to be able to do that with them was just, it was such, such a pleasing thing to do. Yeah. Such a, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you made such an impact on them with, with that show at your house that uh, I believe you were invited and you've obviously played other shows with them since as well, which is which is great, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. We, we played another um, Borrowed Toothpaste um, uh, date um, and then we played in the... Well, there was another two, Borrowed Toothpaste. Yeah, another two, yeah, sorry. the Paper Mill. Oh, the Paper Mill, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, we played a, a couple with them and then they got us on the bill for their, uh, they did a, a small sort of UK tour and they got us on the bill at the Louisiana of Bristol, which is a night we will yeah. never, ever, oh. ever forget. Berries were there. Oh, yeah. The berries were there. Yeah. I've seen berries a few times and I love them. I think they're great. Yeah, it was an astonishing night. Uh, but we had, yeah, probably the, the gig of our career so far. So far, yeah. definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, 
that was good fun Oh, excellent. And I love that you added so far, um, because there's definitely more to come uh, from Oxbow Lake, uh, I'm pretty sure of it. Um, and you touched on yeah, my next question a little while ago, actually, because my next question was obviously you've been putting out some singles over obviously the last uh, sort of year or two. Um, uh, what is the next sort of thing for Oxbow Lake? You know, you've mentioned an EP, so you've kind of answered it already. You know, my question was going to be when, when something meaty are going to come. Um, so it sounds like you've got some stuff recorded. Yeah, yeah. So we the rest of, the rest of EP. <laughs> we've got another song to record. Uh, we yeah yeah we've Before got the EP. Yeah, we've got three of the songs with Louis and the two others. Yeah, um, and then we're recording another one hopefully by the end of the year, um, and then sort of early next year we're hoping to get completely album get the EP out. But then yeah, then we're really we we're looking we're looking to start doing the demos for the album now, um, for the second album. Um, which is going to be so different to the first album. Yeah, it's it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's um, got more energy behind it now. It has, and we're much more experienced now as well. Yeah, um, yeah, we've we've grown a lot. Well, since we did the first album, which was Christ, what was that? 2016, it came out. Jesus, yeah. was it really? So six years ago. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've grown a lot. Um. You know, musically. Um. But also as as people, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the the content of the songs are, are different and the way we think about writing is different you know it, it used to be things would just sort of fly um and, and something would come into your head and you just bash on with it i'm actually lyrically um i know he's, he's improved as far as guitar goes but i think the the lyric writing has improved in um and there's more thought going into it and uh, there's more of a process now rather than just scribbling stuff down you know straight away and and, and racking your brains and I, not to take anything away from the first album because i i love that album. i love the first album yeah, it's, it's very focused yeah. it's very focused for us yeah um, definitely and it and it was, it was recorded what, in our mate's bedroom it's kind of what defined <laughs> us of what we wanted to be yeah yeah we recorded that on the budget and super cheap and yeah yeah no i love i love that album so yeah much. me too man uh but i am excited to like I think I think the step between that and our second album is going to be well. Put, put it this way: there's 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 songs that we wrote around about the same sort of time as the, the first album. We were choosing the songs for the first album, um, and they're starting to come back into the set. And there's a good chance a couple of them are going to go on the the second yeah. album. And we're talking songs that are like nearly ten years old, but we haven't actually performed live some of them. Some of them we're just starting to now. Yeah. Um, and and so, but I think because we've grown as musicians. It's um, we just could give them a different light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they've grown with us without us knowing. Yeah, um, which, which is weird. Which is nice. It's nice to be. A, we're very fortunate. We've got probably about three albums worth of material. Yeah, we could imagine. put. Yeah. We could record. Yeah. So to have the choice of songs is is very because we know a lot of people who struggle with with writing and and your writer's block and all yeah. that and, and yeah. we go through small phases of it. Um, yeah, but I've got, uh, you know, we've got we've, we've got processes and, and people we can talk to, you know, um, and I, I've got a pal uh, who gave me a bit of advice um, uh, for anybody who does suffer with writer's block, um, and he's a he's a poet um, and a bit of a philosopher, and he, he, he said whenever I've got a block, he said I just sit down and I write about what I'm doing right there and then. I am sat at my desk. Mm. I cannot write. And he, he finds it gets him out of it. And it's helped me a little bit over the last couple of months when I've, when I've been struggling. Yeah. And I don't struggle very often. Um, 
but I've got a, I've got a deep old process, you know. Um, so I dive into things and, and I don't come up for air until it's done. Um, but I've learned that, you know, it's sometimes this process can take five minutes. Sometimes, you, you know, it can take six months, a year. Yeah. To, to, you know? Plus you're quite old and very wise. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think that is a, a great bit of advice, actually. I, I, you know, I've, I've not heard that one before, but you no, know, it does make sense. You know, it forces the words out of you. It's, uh, yeah. yeah um, it does. It, and it makes you not afraid to put something on the page, yeah. which often you are, you know? Yeah, um, it certainly. Is. Uh, the fear is a big part, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to try and remember that nobody's looking over your buddy's shoulder. Nobody cares what you <laughs> you know? Um, but, but what comes out of it, people might care about. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been lucky enough to move people to tears and we've had people in this In a good way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a good way, yeah. <laughs> we haven't picked on them so much that they cry. Um, but no, it's um, it's nice. We've uh, we've had some lovely experiences with things like that, and it's nice to be able to move people because that's why we do it for ourselves. You know, we do it because we get moved by things, and we want to yeah. uh, share our experiences. You know, spread the yeah. love as we like to say. Yeah, 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 fun. definitely. No, that's fantastic. And and speaking of, you know, um, experiences, um, you guys have been able to play some shows. This summer, we mentioned already Big Love. Uh, you played uh, Chicken Stock as well, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how yeah. how's this summer been, you know, getting out and playing these shows? Um, you know, obviously exciting time for the band, as you say, kind of moving on a bit more, um, not serious, probably the word, but certainly, you know, a new phase of, of the band. It's you a know. new phase of the job. Yeah. 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 So, you know, how, how's it been? Aside from actually going and playing shows we've got to see so many live bands again yeah because we missed out on all that as yeah, well of course. it wasn't just the performing that we missed we missed going out and seeing live music because it's such a big part of our lives and we gig so much we do i mean before this year we've we've spent a lot of time doing jam nights and, and open mics and, and and gigs as well so we we've been out like we practice a couple of times a week and then on top of that we were going out three or four times a week so we never got a chance to see live bands anyway no not much no yeah but, but it's been a, it's been a because of the festivals and things that we've managed to do and supporting other bands who have other supports we've just seen so much live music this year it's, yeah makes me smile yeah makes me smile but yeah i mean the, going back to what you said the the, the number of uh, gigs that we've had, the, this summer's just been crazy. It really has. We got to April and looked at May and went, oh, we haven't got a lot there. And then May was full. Uh, and then we got into May and was like, oh, well, June, we haven't got a lot in June. And then June was full. And then we, and it's just carried on. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's, it's a nice way to be. It's, it's really nice. And we're, we're, we're travelling more than we've ever thought we would, really. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's got to a point now where we get, gigs out of gigs more than we've ever got yeah and well, that's the thing yeah no that's really good that is um and you know i, I think we've seen it obviously with uh the impression you made on pet needs and obviously getting extra gigs from that one and i believe when you played chicken stock you're invited back the the next day was it chicken stock or big big love one of the festivals yeah. i did so you're invited back the next yeah, day yeah yeah so. we played we so we were booked to play the saturday at 3 15 on the second stage yeah um yeah, and it was it went down really well. It's a very it was a very a different kind of a festival to go to from what we used to because I, as you can see, I, I go to Glastonbury yeah. pretty much every time I work it. Um, so I managed to go every you year. You do, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've actually been once together, work it, 
Anne wrote a song about it. We did. Yeah, yeah. First and last, check it out. Yeah. Um. But the, the yeah, Chicken Stock was it was a, a different vibe. It, it was kind of a, a folky feel, and it was on a, a, a bank which everybody perched their, their camping chairs on in front of the main stage. And then when they finished, the second stage started up, so everybody did a like a ninety <laughs> degree turn to watch the other yeah. the other act. And it, they did that for four yeah. days, and it was so much fun, yeah. so much fun. I mean, some people get quite uncomfortable performing to people seated. Yeah, we, we, we don't care. As well, long we, as they're clapping and they're singing, and yeah, yeah. And then I mean, uh, yes. And Simon, we, we, we. Simon had spoken to Nate, our pal, yeah, and said, "Do, do me a favour, ask Oxford Lake if they want to play on a Sunday." Yeah, basically, someone pulled out uh, yeah. through through illness, unfortunately for them. Uh, but fortunately for us, we were asked to perform again, so yeah. we did a completely different set. And yeah, I legged it backstage. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 tell him yeah. Um, and he was like, chill out, man. We weren't going to give it to anyone else. We were just it's for you. <laughs> so that was like excellent, really complimentary, man. You know, they're yeah, you know, yeah. like, beans on toast and tankless engine, um, all these big bands there, and they asked us to play again. You know, and it was like, ah, oh, that's yeah, that's cool. It made us feel really good. You know. Yeah, no, you're certainly making a really good impression, uh, clearly. Uh, and, and speaking of making a good impression, actually, that kind of leads me on to the uh, the next subject, which is what we call set list science. Um, so when you're picking a set list for a show, how much importance do you place in the structure of that set list? And have you got any rules that you tend to try and follow? Well, first of all, we have pretty much a way of walking into a room and gauging the audience. And going right, and and then having a specific set list for that feel, for that vibe. Yeah, uh, yeah we 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 tend to write a set list uh, roughly, um, and then we'll go we'll go and play it. Um, uh, at the moment, we kind of know what we're walking into, um, but if we don't, we'll have we'll have a sort of standardish set list. And we'll walk into the room and go, ah, right, okay, well, this one needs to be like this, this one needs to be like this. So, and we've got enough songs to be able to go, okay, well, we can we can pick from from different um, different sort of feels. Yes, yeah, so um, with the folk vibes or hitting with the punk vibes, yeah, or, you know, the upbeat vibes, yeah. Um, and because of the, the pet needs gigs, I suppose we've been playing a lot more upbeat stuff to to fit in with what they do. Um, but then we hit summer and that's carried on the upbeat vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really, yeah, sorry, really enjoy right. asking. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, was, I really enjoy asking that question because uh, I'm a bit of a setless geek, you know, and it's quite interesting to, to hear how people approach yeah. it. Yeah, you, know, you get different approaches to it, and yours seems quite organic, really. It, it uh, yeah, it is. I think it has to be really. You know, yeah. you've got to fit with the, the vibes that, that are going on at that time. And we've got some, we've got some beautiful um, slow song, picky songs um, that we play. Especially if we get like, if we get a full set, um, which uh, at the moment we're doing an hour, but we have, you know, we have done like two hour sets, yeah. um, which is quite tricky, especially when nobody knows your music. <laughs> but you know, it, it's okay. We we play um, we play a couple of places where we're we're able to go down and play sort of two three quarter of an hour to, to one hour set and, and people just sit and, and yeah. love the music. You know? um, but at the moment we, we're lucky enough to get like a one hour set and we can chuck a couple of the slower numbers in there, the the more meaningful ones, you know, well, yeah. they're all meaningful, but you know, the, the... Yeah. 
Yes, the touching one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excellent. Um, well, obviously, a lot of good stuff coming in the future for Oxbow Lake. Yeah, the EP, potentially an album a lot further down the line, a lot more live shows that sounds like are coming. So obviously, listeners, uh, these days you want to head to social media and Oxbow Lake have done a really good thing and all their um, channels are at the same name. So you can go to Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and it's all Oxbow Lake Music uh, to get there. Um, quite often bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's annoying me. It annoys me when I have to read them out, and they're all different, you know. And it's just like, ah, oh, come on! But you guys have nailed it. It makes, so. sense. It makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. It does, definitely does. We um, have to tell people as well. So exactly, exactly. And Oxbow Lake Music again for listeners. You know that is the place to go, uh, and quite easy to remember. So yeah, well done. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, this is the moment I alluded to earlier, where you know. Petney's decided to shout out you guys, you know. So what would be your final message for, for listeners today? Uh, <laughs> well, obviously check out Petney's because there they you go. Uh, go yeah. see them live. Um, I think in general, just go out and see some live music. Go out, yeah, go out and start loving life again. Because yeah. we've discovered so many it's the way to discover music. Like it's all great having Spotify for Jeff artist of the weeks and and because you've listened to this listen to that or actually just be a bit spontaneous and go to a local music independent music venue and support it because they are struggling they're yeah. struggling so, especially in wales i'm not saying come to wales but you know if you live <laughs> in wales get out yeah. get out and, and watch some live music because it's it's hard yeah. it's really hard yeah so yeah, just a, just a general get out and see live yeah. music. And I think that is the best message. I love that. Uh, no, so fantastic. Um, listeners, as we say, Oxford Lake Music, follow the band on all their social media channels, check out Louis Through on our playlist and on all streaming sites. And of course, check out the band live. If you see they're playing near you, please do head down it's and see them. we pride ourselves in. Live, playing live. Yeah. Well, thank you both for joining me and I'll make sure I do come and check you out live at some point soon. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, look forward to it. Well, thank you everyone for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there of Oxbury Lake. Make sure you check out their single Louis Through over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. And of course, follow the band on social media to stay up to date with everything coming from them. Please also make sure you follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And please, while you're at it, do remember to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, whatever you're watching or listening. And we'll be back very shortly with another edition of the Discover New Music podcast.